Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. It is episode 605 Oof. of the Working Class Bowhunter podcast. Kurt Geyer is speaking. Eric Hammon. Austin Chandler. Matt Bohm. Guest, you're guest appearing. Yeah, I'm uh, hunting on one of Austin's farms this weekend, so hopefully some good luck my way with the Lord and see what happens. Good podcast. Like natural already. Must be nice to just hunt with the Lord. Yeah, I listen <laughs> to a lot of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> you got in, man. All right, well, this is going to be a fun one. This is a buck kill episode um, for good reason. The Lord is knocking them down. Oh, man. it's uh, It's been a long season, and I'm so grateful that it came together in Iowa for me because I wouldn't have a whole lot to show for this season if it wasn't. <laughs> I have a feeling Iowa we're going to so get far. into that a little bit here. <laughs> so, all right, I want to talk about our partners on this episode right now, or do we do our new segment first and then talk about our partners? I'm excited for the new segment. Either way, shall we do the segment first? Kind of like get the episode going, then we'll talk about some partners. Ooh, let's do the partners first. You want to do the partners first? Yeah, let's do the partners first. Oh, okay. The podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery. That's right. Uh, we always do our, by the way, we always do our partners in post, but I like doing them when we're all here. We get lazy. We're like, oh, we got to get to business. We drank too much. We got to get to it. <laughs> Oops. Now uh, we always rush into them. Yeah, you know. Uh, podcast is brought to you by Elite. Um, have you seen the new Elites? I think uh, going to be a new favorite here, but. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The new colors? Oh, Doug! Doug went. Doug's not here, by the way. Fuck Doug! Boo! <laughs> boo, boo Doug, this man. Yeah, Doug he did get a constant. sexy looking bow, though. He got Laguna teal. <laughs> he did. That, that color's been out for a while, but it's sexy. It is. We got quite the collection. We're gonna have an elite, crazy color bow display, courtesy of Doug. Yep. What's that new bronze color? The copper. That's the, been around. Oh no! no midnight the one, copper. The one you got. The one. Yeah, right got. here. Midnight yeah, yeah. copper. God, all right. Pull that bow. Let me grab this man. That has to be my new favorite color. That's a great color. Is that not a sexy rig? Oh, it's it like, is, man. It's like, it looks black from this angle, but when you spin it just a little bit and the, the light hits it, it's like, woo wait. If I was a 160, I'd come running right to it. Dude. Oh, fucking A, Billy Ray. She popped. 160, see this and want to die. Uh, it's the new ethos. Let me, get, let me read the stats right here off the tag on this motherfucker. I know it's got to be on here somewhere, isn't it? <laughs> somewhere. Because I don't know, I'm off the top of my head. Uh, 6.75 inch brace height, 33 axle to axle, 25 and a half to 31 inch draw, mass weight, four and a half pounds, up to 340 feet per second, uh, let off up to 90%. Draw weights, 40, 50, 60, 65, and 70. I went with, uh, midnight copper at 65 and, uh, you kind of want to make love to this bow. She is a sweet unit. She's a sweet girl. Have you slept with her yet? Not yet. Oh, but you would. I, I want to take her out and treat her right. Oh, you take her out to a nice dinner. Nice dinner, and then... Nice backstrap dinner. I'd call her saying? back, too. Would you? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to actually set it right here in this chair next to us. That's a sweet-looking rig. That is a sweet rig. 
I'm pretty pumped about that color. So check it out. Midnight Copper. Big, big fan. Big, big fan. I'm also a big fan of Big Time. Same. Eric, you better be the biggest fan of Big Time. I'm the biggest fan of Big Time this year because it, it helped me out so much on, on my harvest of my animal. It changed your one-acre property. It did, a lot. Who would have thought a little food changes an acre? Yeah, I mean, you kill them by their belly, right? I got a prediction. Okay. You're going to start killing big deer in there every year because of Big Time. I like that prediction. I'll, I'll, I'll call take it. it. I'll, I'll call it. it. All right. Thanks, dog. <laughs> okay. Thanks, dog. You're going to watch Eric turn into a murderer. Food plot master. Hey, it makes a big difference. It does. Got to have it. Uh, code WCB2023. Um, when it becomes 2024, change the three to a four, and the code will still be active. <laughs> crazy. It's just crazy. weird how that works. <laughs> it's fucking crazy how it works. Uh, podcast also brought to you by Huntworth. Huge Huntworth fan. Code WCB15. If there's not a sale going on, always use that code. Yep. Um, we've got Lee into the Huntworth game now. We do. Lee said he has not taken off his Huntworth vest since acquiring one. Like daily wear and everything. I thought you had to be a Westie to wear one until I started wearing one. <sighs> I was a vest yeah. hater. I was too until I, I got into it this year. I'm not going to lie. On the elk hunt, I'm like, man, I just... I feel like walking a lot, mountain hunting. You don't want your arms to sweat. Yeah. I don't want my arms to sweat, but I want my core to be warm, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it works mm-hmm. when you wear a vest. Dude, as a bow hunter, you don't want all that bulk in your sleeves. You yeah. get a little chilly, throw the vest on. Shelton hoodie, heat boost vest. Mm. Money. Tell me there's a better combo. Tell me. I don't you know. You can't. There. There's I not. don't know there's if not. there is. You can't. If you use code WCB15, you save yourself some money. Huntworthgear.com. Great fucking people over there. You know where else has great fucking people? Tell me about it, Kurt. Old Barn Taxidermy. Amen. Austin, your wife works at Old Barn Taxidermy. She's good people. She's working there. How the hell did that happen? Well, we know a guy. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) So what's the deal? You're pulling some strings in the back end, getting free taxidermy behind us? I'm trying my best. I mean, it's costing me an arm and a leg here. Yeah, I need some help. Had to have a kid with a chick to get some free taxidermy. <laughs> it's a long game, but it's working out. The long game is panning out. <laughs> Send the wife in to get free taxidermy. Hey, it's not a bad plan. I'm just saying. God damn, how long of a game is that? Dude, use your head a little bit. Fuck, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's chess and eight checkers. Hey, he, he, ain't no, he ain't no dumb dumb. I got to start fucking playing some shit out. My wife works for a glass company. What the fuck? I'll get free windows. Free windows or free taxidermy? What do you want? <laughs> well, looks like it's be working out for me in both ways. Sorry, <laughs> I spit on you with my excitement. Uh, well, that's exciting. If you go to Old Barn and bring them a game head of some kind, you go, I'm here because a working class bow hunter. They will enter you to win a free deer head. So you could take your deer there, and it could be paid for by us. Get it for free. Or you know, really by them, but in collaboration with us. Podcast also brought to you by Loophole Optics. Mm. How the fuck does anybody go hunting without binos nowadays? I used to be the guy. I talked about it openly. I can't do it anymore. I used to be the guy that would just hang them up you know, on, on, on the little hook. Yeah. Not on the chest. At the ready. Well, I always heard like... Optics are one of those things that matter how much you spend your money on. And you can, you know, you can find optics with loophole no matter what your budget is. Yep. But damn, I'll tell you, man, I bought a pair of like cheap binos back in the day for like 3D shooting. And we thought they were awesome. I thought I was a gangster. Dude. And I just <laughs> didn't know any fucking kick ass. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. The, <laughs> hey, yeah, you see you that in, target over yeah, there? Yeah, these Simmons binos are really killing it. Yeah, I can see it, but I can't see any of the rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to squint harder to look through the binos. I just, I just like looked over. That's where it's like the 3D target. You're like, yeah, it's where you think it is. <laughs> How many times have you said that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. That's that a, a deer. Uh, don't have FOMO. Loophole optics. Uh, obviously, with us, Binos, range finders, you know, victory drive side of things. Our firearm podcast, he leans more into the scopes and stuff like that. But I do have a loophole set up on my Glock, my 10 millimeter Glock, nice. which is pretty cool. It's too fancy for me, but it's pretty fucking sick looking. You're fucking right. You know, I need to get I need to get a loophole like dot on the shotgun for turkeys. There you Smacking go, and beaks, baby. <laughs> Check out loophole. We like them. Okay, if you don't, you must be from. Well, Michael's from Wisconsin. Shout hey, out to, no. Hey, no. Are you a loophole guy or a vortex guy? I got both. 
I'm not going to lie. What do you like better? <laughs> Loopholds for the scopes, definitely. Loopholds just a better optic. I don't have a I don't have a pair of binoculars yet, but they're on the horizon. You will. So. Yeah, we'll let you we'll let you peek through ours. Get All you right. a little tease. All right. Put your peepers through those. By the way, we have a lot of friends from Wisconsin. My dad was from born and raised Wisconsin. But uh, Doug's from Wisconsin now. You know what? Doug is like a stepchild of Wisconsin. He is for sure. He's up there doing dirty things. Doing right bad now, things. <laughs> Naughty. Drinking. Naughty. <laughs> Who knows? Send him back. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Send him back. Send him back. <laughs> you guys don't want to claim him? No. No, <laughs> no, no he's Doug's there. hard to claim. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Trophy Line. You can use code WCB2310. Um, well, at, by the time this launches, we done did a giveaway with Trophy Line. Um, but Vanatic Saddle, been hunting like a, a fiend out of it, out of the Onyx platform, uh, the Mission platform. What platforms do you guys use? You get you you and Doug saddle hunted more than ever this year. I didn't hunt. I have a saddle at all. Fuck, I thought. Oh, Doug did. Doug did. Doug hunted a lot. Yep. You're a, do you hunt out of a saddle oh, often? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your uh, platform? Mission. The Mission. Yep. The Onyx has been, I painted my Onyx, so I have like a partial like bias to it because I'm like, oh, it was an art project. Custom. But, uh, I do like it. It does blend. I'm not gonna lie too. Their their packs are badass. Oh yeah. Um, the K's pack is uh, underrated. Mm-hmm. Everything fucking fits in that thing. I put a Hilo in that pack. Yeah, that's a Novix Hilo in that pack every day. The, the K's. Mm-hmm. Have you ever put a Hilo on it? In the in the I've like strapped it on the outside of it. You know, there's like that pocket for the platform. Yeah, a Novix Hilo will fit in there. Nice. That's awesome. I haven't tried that yet. Did a, did a hang and bang with a helo like that. And I was like, whoa, this is nice. And then at the top, because it was cold, but I was going to sweat going in, I rolled up a big Huntworth jacket and packed it in and used like the stick straps on the case pack and buckled it around the top of the helo. Well, it'd be the bottom of the helo, but the way I had it's it. It's nice and tight. It was fucking perfect, dude. I took a picture of it. I was like, this looks crazy. But, but it, it worked. It, was, it, it worked, worked and it was comfortable. Uh, so. Check out Trophy Line from their saddles to their packs. We like them. We think you will too. Um, and that kind of tied in to uh, Novix there with that plug code WCB. Um, check out the Raider series. Um, I like the Raider series. I also like the Hilo. I think the Hilo is the perfect stand for the mobile hunter, personally. Yep, 100%. Um, single or double steps. It's your preference. Double the steps. Double. Kind of won my heart this year. Um, I find I like to get aggressive when I hang sticks. Like, you know, when you put a strap or am steel on, I like to like set the stick. It's way easier to do that with two steps instead of an offset. Well, I'm half an idiot. I always get the steps the wrong way when I get to the top, <laughs> so I have to crawl down and flip them all the other way. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem too. But uh, I love Novix, made here, uh, USA. Take back your weekend is their slogan um, from ladder stands to the Raider series. Fucking killing the game. Um, and if you don't like mobile hunting at all and you're just like, I want to be, be warm, get in a Grizzly. Grizzly box blind code WCB. Honestly... It's the Cadillac of box blinds. It, it doesn't is. get any fucking nicer. It doesn't get any better than that. I challenge you to find a nicer blind. And then uh, if you're feeling motivated, you can be warm and cozy with a cold beverage inside that blind with a Grizzly cooler. They That's keep right. you warm and keep your drink cold. You have the four and a quarter in there with you while you're hunting. Dude, if you could, uh, you could basically take a 400, put it in the blind, and hunt out of the cooler in the blind. Figure that Use out. it as a seat. Cold plunge while you hunt. How fit Has are that you? been done? How fit are you? <laughs> Talk about scent control. Crawl inside of that baby. What's going to smell you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Don't let the lid latch on you. you ain't getting out. <laughs> corner. Uh, check out Grizzly. Code WCB. Yeah, the corner will get you. Uh, <laughs> podcast also brought to you by Blackgate Trail Cameras. Um, in my opinion, and I think everybody here would agree that has used them, best cell cam in the game the least hassle of any cell cam in the game. Cheapest. If you have to call their customer service, they're like, hey, yeah, this is Kevin. That's my actual name. I don't know what their name is, a customer service, but whatever they tell you their name is, it's really their name. Yep. They're not in uh, Indonesia or wherever the fuck answers customer service, um, trying to be vague and not sound so racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you talk good. to people you can understand when you yeah, call their customer right. service, right? It's nice to talk to Chaboys. Chaboys. Hey, yo, what's up? It's Chaboys. What do you need here at Blackgate? Um, code WCB10. Save you some coin on your next Blackgate trail camera. Might as well go ahead and order one of their SD cards while you're there on their website. Yep. 
and you can format cards remotely on Blackgate from the app. How fucking cool is that? And the podcast is brought to you by Camel Fire and Black Ovis. I just got some new Krispies from Black Ooh. Ovis. Um, I picked up some Solomons, and I picked up some Insolence. Um, what, what brand did we rock? I can't remember the, the name. The green right ones with the top of lines. I put them in my old boots. Yep. Oh, oh fuck. Just look up, go to Black Ovis, look up Insolence, the green ones with the topographic map on the insoles. Those are the jam. Yeah. And if you go there, even if they're a partner of ours or not, you can go anywhere on Black Ovis, use code WCB10, and save yourself some coin. From camping gear to basically anything that's not a partner of ours, that code works. And the Arrow ID Builder, build your own custom victory arrows or whatever brand you choose, and uh, have them sent build to your doorstep. You. Custom up, ready to rock. And last but not least for this episode, Mountain Ops. Code WCB at Mountain Ops gets you 20% off, and it also donates five meals to our Conquer Hunger goal of 100,000 meals donated. Our goal is to hit the $100,000 meal goal and throw a party, a big party here in our area, and invite you, the listener, and we're gonna have, I want to have a good time. we got to hit that goal. I we're going to have a good time. I want camaraderie. I want to sweat with the Mountain Ops boys again. I want to drink a beer afterwards. I want to listen to some good music and I want to high-five good people. That's my goal. If we had 100,000 and I want to push to get our own flavor of Ignite. So, Mountain Ops, code WCB saves you 20% and donates five meals to Conquer Hunger. Go do it. It's good shit, man. I, it's been a game changer for sure. I got the Ignite Light. I like that in the morning. Ignite yeah. Light? Yeah. Half caffeine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm weakling on caffeine, so I I'm a, I'm addicted to caffeine. Yeah, yeah I'm total opposite. I do, I do two scoops. I'll do a <laughs> scoop and a half, and then take a blaze. <laughs> Fucking right. Let's go, baby. I went from no caffeine to full scoop. It I hits. Like it. It's good stuff. Shit slaps. But the probiotics, man, that's what's that's the good shit for me. So do we? I give my kids uh, hydrate. That's like vitamin drinks, what they call it. Uh, not every day, but. Um, which they could drink it every day. And then uh, sometimes I'll share the greens with them. Greens are so good. So Trevor had a funny analogy when we were in, in uh, L camp. He's like, you ever drink like a greens drink? It tastes like you lick the bottom of a lawnmower. It's like, <laughs> wow, yeah, I have. He goes, ours doesn't taste like that. <laughs> and, and it, it doesn't. doesn't. It's good. It's so good. It it's good. good. It looks gross when you mix it, but it tastes great. Even my kids, my kids took a drink of it. They're like, hey, that ain't bad. It tastes like lemonade. I'm like, yeah. It's good. Oh, you got, is there a lemonade greens? It's like a raspberry lemonade. Yeah, lemonade. yeah. I like the raspberry. I mix the greens and the reds together. I like the reds too. Mix them together. The reds are good. Okay, it probably looks brown, huh? Yeah, it looks like shit, but it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get you there. Um, thanks for supporting us. Thanks for listening to us. Should we jump into the first segment here? Let's do it. New segment. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do this yet. This is brand new. All right, let's try it first time. It's time for the WCB Pod, Idiots of the Internet segment. All right, Idiots of the Internet segment. These are random grabs from Hunter's comments and questions and anything else on the Internet. Uh, Up first... This is a post from the Saddle Hunter Nation group. I don't know if we need to say where they're from. Maybe we should. This is a real question. Do deer recognize human farts? Somebody asked. Do they? <laughs> not through a saddle. We're not sure. They smell different through a saddle. <laughs> Depends on the saddle. Okay. Let's get to the next one. Here's another uh, comment question. If you find someone in your stand on public lands, is it legal to start disassembling the ladder of a stick? Asking for a friend. Yes. Okay. 100%. No comment. I don't really know how we're doing this segment. Do we We should read through some of the answers, too. I bet they'd be pretty saucy. Oh, I think it's a... <laughs> How away from your setup are you going to take a dookie? Somebody asked. <laughs> well, for me, it depends on how bad you got to go. Yeah, it depends on if it's an emergency <laughs> or not. According to my neighbors, they go on my land, so that'll tell you. <laughs> if you're dog, you just go right out of the stand. Well, fuck, I think we're out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Great segment here, boys. First week was a little short. Hold on, I'm looking. Keep that music going. Well, that is it for this week's Idiots <laughs> of the Internet segment. <laughs> Maybe not going to be as a hit 
as we thought it would be. I think it's going to be better. a classic. It'll get better. Yeah, that'll be a strong one. Fun, right? Yeah. I love it. There's, it's an introduction to the segment. We should be able to pull it up, though. Tell them to send us a link so we can okay. pull up the We'll get that. Once answers. you get a following, there'll be people sending them. I don't want to expose time. who's behind this segment because I don't want them to get kicked out of all the internet groups. Oh, yes. I was going to call them out and shout them out as a thank you. You know who you are. It was we me. love you. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. Incognito. But I'm kicked out of most inter- internet hunting groups anyway. But I want to add like one to four segments of the show that we just mix up randomly like that. I like that one. Austin, what's up, dude? I'm here. You're here, man, and there's a big buck on the table. It feels really good. Uh, this one uh, this one was a little different. <laughs> we still playing the music? There's a TV out there. Isn't it? I think so. Is someone out there? No, I think the TV's blank. <laughs> it's there definitely a ghost in here. It's Alexa. <laughs> The fuck was that? Nice. Was a ghost in here? Still going. Yeah, she don't listen very well. Hit the mute button on it, Eric. Have this robot listen to everything we're saying. It's kind of scary. They, they unplug it. <laughs> That'll do the trick. <laughs> That'll work every time. If you throw it against the wall, it might work. Dude. Yeah, just whip it. It's shaped like a frisbee. <laughs> whip it into the depot. All right, you got a big buck here on the table, Austin. Yes, I do. Feels really good. Um, this deer was a little different than uh, what I normally do, so I've got, I don't know, I got a wall full, a bunch of big whitetails, and they've all came from like two or three farms, pretty much all out of one county. So yeah. this is my first buck out of Henderson County, and first out-of-state buck, so he's a pretty special buck to me. Um, had a lot of fun setting up the farm and, and getting ready for him, and it happened to go down when I had some buddies in deer camp with me over there, so it was pretty cool to have everybody over there when it went down. I didn't realize it was your first like out of area buck. Yeah, I don't think I've killed a deer out of Henderson County. That's I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Which makes sense. You're born and raised there. That's where your yeah. roots are. That's where you've spent most of your time outdoors. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I've had like the. Let I don't want to say less fortunate because I feel very fortunate, but. I've killed. I kind of got to a point where I was like, "How many counties can I fucking kill a deer in?" So, but I kind of wish like I would. I don't know. It's good and bad, right? Yeah. But I didn't realize that. So, fucking double whammy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was. I appreciate it, guys. I guess I'll start the story off. Um, It takes a long time to draw if you're a non-resident putting in for an Iowa tag. I think I had five points, so it was basically like a six-year wait uh, to finally draw this tag. Um, I had uh, bought a farm and sold a farm and bought a new farm uh, over in Appanoose County in Zone 5, and it's a it's a big farm. Uh, it's all, it's a big white oak timber, and it's got 13 acres of food plots divided into three plots. Um, a big creek runs, not a big creek, but there's a creek that kind of runs through the north side of it. So I kind of immediately honed in on that northern border of the farm, thinking when the rut was in that it'd probably be a good area to look for deer down next to that creek. And, and I was right. That's where most of the action was at. But um, set this set this plot up. The bottom field is six acres, but I took my skid steer down there on the west side and kind of created a long plot right next to it to kind of start like a mini, almost like a pre-staging plot for the staging plot that then led him into the big ag. So it was almost like a three-step uh, program setup. Yeah. And it actually worked to a T. It was pretty cool the way it worked. Hmm. So I caught this deer doing the reverse. I'm assuming he was in big ag and then he came into my big plot and then he was rolling down this long skinny plot and on the far end of it there was a scrape line and I caught him on the end of that scrape line in the morning coming back to bed. So when did you first learn about this buck? I had pictures of him in August. I got one, there was one day where I got two pictures of him. It's the only pictures I had of him until uh, the night that I pulled into the farm to hunt there, uh, Jacob and Jordan, Jordan hadn't got there yet. Jacob was waiting on me, and Jordan was coming in the next day. Um, and he brought some of his buddies from North Carolina. But 
when I pulled into the farm, it was like almost the exact same time I pulled into the farm, I got a picture of this deer down in that uh, brassica plot. And I'm like, huh, I know that guy. Huh. And it's honestly, I'd been watching a big nine pointer that would have scored about the same, but this deer was uh, score wise what I would <coughs> consider the best deer on the farm right there with the this other buck deer. right here. Yep. Yep. So I'd been running cameras all summer and this was the biggest caliber deer that I had on the farm. A lot of nice three and four year olds, you know, a lot of 140, 150 type deer, but um, this deer was what I was guessing around 160. Mm -hmm. So he was interesting enough that I figured I'd go down in that bottom and try to spend some time, see if I could catch up to him. I got to be honest, man. I know I, you buying a farm in Iowa and like dedicating some time to Iowa hurts my feelings a little bit. <laughs> well, I love to deer hunt. And it's getting to a point now to where two tags isn't enough. So <laughs> now I need to like. So ungrateful. You need to break out. Well, break I, just, out a little I bit. just hunt so much. Like I'm hunting for two and three months solid at a time. So I need like, I need to space out more. You know, I'm, I'm pressuring my Illinois ground too much. So I need to be able to space it out a little bit. And this, this plan in my head, if I had a, if Austin's world was perfect, I'd have, uh, I'd be an Iowa resident. So I get my tags in Iowa. Uh, as a as a resident landowner in Iowa, you can get three buck tags, yep. and then come over to Illinois as a non-resident and get two tags there as a non-resident landowner. Yep, and then eventually get a piece of Missouri dirt and just run the triangle between the three states. Mm-hmm. So I, I like it. I like it. Iowa, dude. So I'm checking it. the black gates. Come to the, the dark gates. side. It's in the works. <laughs> I'm trying. And now that Leah's working at Old Barn, it's kind of working in my favor. She's like, oh, it'd be so nice to be close to work. I'm like, yes, it would. Yes, long it game. would. <laughs> long game coming back. Even though in. it's not that far away from you guys, but. It's about a 50, 45, 50 minute drive to Old Barn from our place. So it'd it's be, a pretty good drive. I want to show you guys this picture real quick. I hung a black gate today on a scrape in the middle of the timber. <laughs> got, I can see a doe and then what do you got a couple does in the back four does in one scrape ain't nothing wrong with that sluts sluts <laughs> you put the cult juice on it or what'd you put I on didn't it? put nothing on it no it was just a natural scrape yeah so you didn't pee in it bunch of whores man what are you gonna do Ross said today they're starting to hit the scrapes pretty good again. I, I put it on there just to see. I saw a buck make a scrape yesterday, and a scrape that wasn't even there. He just established one. and Desperately seeking is what yes. the, the, mm. the juries would say. Mm. Um, so my feelings are hurt about this whole Iowa thing, but I get it. I get it. I get you it. see what I'm doing. I, see, I get it 100%. My feelings are not hurt at all. I love it. <laughs> I love this plan. I think it's, it's the best plan. Oh, yeah. You know? selfishly for a guy that, that hunts a shit ton and wants to hunt more and then doesn't want to wait six years to hunt the state right yeah, next to yeah him. two tags isn't enough i need four hey listen i don't blame you <laughs> i like to hunt what can Dude. i say <laughs> get it brother get it stack them up i think it's going to increase my odds too like the less pressure i can put on a farm and move to another farm like if i can just keep this triangle rolling I think the more options you have, too, the more options you have of running into a bigger deer. Yeah, you can see what farm's hot, go to that farm, hunt it, move to the next one. It's just going to increase my odds. Start the rotation. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Well, okay. So you kind of have, like, your food plot structure. This dude's doing the opposite. You said he's work, yeah. working the program backwards. Yeah, so when I set it up, I was kind of, you know, envisioning shooting a big deer, transitioning from the – staging plot into my big green plot um that's the way i envisioned it working but i got thinking about it i'm like well this heavy scrape lines here on the back side of it they're probably just working their way backwards and coming in and bedding back here in the morning and uh it actually worked really well i i hunted it uh i guess i'd better start from the beginning at that that weekend <laughs> trip that we had I, I went down there looking for this deer hunted a couple days um, was seeing some good bucks, but it wasn't this buck. And I think it was the third day there would have been like November 4th, November, the evening of November 4th. Um, I saw this buck come out and there, there was a, there must've been a hot doe because there was some crazy chasing going on. Um, there was a, a nice eight pointer, probably a 135 to 140 type eight pointer 
that was all over this doe and then this guy come out right at dark and there was a massive chase probably four or five does and three or four bucks out in the field just tearing it up and this deer got as close as 40 um just never presented an opportunity just it, it was nice to see him and let you know it let me know where he was at and kind of where he was bedded and where he came from so my my plan was to sneak in the next morning and drop right down in on the west side of this big plot and catch him coming back through well when i woke up and i walked down there keep in mind this is all big white oak timber so it's so noisy walking down in there i've got a road that leads down into the bottom and once you get off that road it's just like a sheet of leaves and i got down in there i'm like there's no way that i'm getting back to where i want to go without just blowing half the farm out right like it's it's a problem over there there's so many deer you can't move where you want to get to without blowing a lot of deer out mm -hmm. so i thought the smart play this morning is just to hang back on this scrape and there's actually like three scrapes I'll just hang back on this scrape, and if I get lucky, fine. If I don't, then as the wind picks up later in the day, I'll roll back another 200 yards back to where I saw him, and I'll set up, and I'll be ready for him, and I'll kill him that evening. Um, ended up working out that he actually came back down the road. I looked up. It was probably an hour and a half after first light. Um, I'd sat in this stand the morning before and the same deer came by me first, uh, that nice eight that was probably 135 to 140, 15 yards broadside, worked all the scrapes right by me, never knew I was there, just worked out perfect. I'm tucked up in a red oak tree. It's got a big Y and a bunch of back cover. It was there like money right under me and didn't even know I was there. So it was nice. Um, so that deer worked through, I could see several does working through and, about an hour and a half later, I looked up and I could see this guy and he's working. I mean, he's head on looking at me, coming right to me. He's about 50 yards. I'm like, oh man, he's he's either going to take the right fork, which puts <laughs> him at 15 yards broadside, or he's going to come directly under me, which puts him at two yards directly under me. Kind of the uh, going story this year. Yeah. So I'm Be a little further away than two yards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had limited options on trees, and the way these scrapes were set up, I was just praying that he did what the big nine-pointer had done the prior morning and that same morning, and luckily he did. He, he came in, and that first scrape was at 38 yards, and I've got like a branch in between me and him, and I'm just watching him. I'm like, all right, it's so quiet, you're going to have to draw early on this deer. So... And you can see this in the Tacticam video, but I let him work the scrape. And right when he lifts his head up to act like he's going to move off that scrape, I go ahead and draw and I get about halfway back and I see his head like jolt up, like right Look in my right direction. And I'm like half draw already. I'm like, well, either I let up and he sees me or I draw all the way back and he sees me. Like either way, I'm probably screwed. So I just go ahead and lock it in and you could see it in the Tacticam video. He's just like looking right at my tree. He looks for about 15 seconds and then he just puts his head down and starts walking right towards me. I'm like, oh, thank oh, God. <laughs> so tricky son of a bitch here. Yeah. So I'm, uh, it's so quiet. I'm like, all right, I got the hardest part done. I'm at full draw on this deer and he's coming to me. He's 38 and closing. So I got, just hope he does it fast. Yeah. I got three gaps to shoot him in. So the first one, I'm like, if it's perfect, I'll shoot him in the first one, but I know he's probably going to be slightly quartered into me on that one. So I'm watching him. I got the pin. He goes through the opening, doesn't stop. He's about 20 yards at that one, still quartered in. I'm like, all right. So then I just swing all over. Right. I don't I don't even keep the pin on him. I just swing to the next one, and I'm just locked in and waiting on it. And he he's walking, and he's getting closer and closer, and this opening's right at 15, and this is my best window. This puts him at 15 yards, broadside, I'm like, it's so quiet out. I'm not going to map loud because I don't want to like blow him out, yeah. but I'm going to map at him and try to get him to stop in this hole. So I, I, fall, I he walks into my pen. I've got it on hair and I go, Meh. and he, it freaks me out because he, he kind of lifts his head up, but he's just still walking. So in the heat of the moment, I've got the pin on hair and I panic and I'm like, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to shoot him while I got him here. And as I shoot, what went from back of the lungs as he was still walking went way back. So I shot and as he's walking, he took another step and this arrow hit him basically a couple inches in front of the back leg. Um, 
maybe a little higher than I'd wanted, but basically right in front of the back leg. And I see him kind of take off and run in side hill. I could hear him, and then there's nothing. Like, I don't hear him stop. I don't hear him fall down. I'm like, I knew the shot was way back, and I was immediately mad at myself. Like, fuck, I had one more window. If I would have waited and let him get out to 25, quartering away, maybe I could have stopped him in that. But it was just in the heat of the moment, you get like a split second to make a decision. And in that moment, I decided to rip one off when he was still taking a step. It was kind of a rookie mistake. I was mad at myself for doing it, but yeah, but that fifteen-yard shot, man, you got to take it. I, I was. It, he honestly surprised me that he didn't stop. I figured at fifteen yards, as quiet as it was, I'm gonna, and he's just gonna lock him up. But he didn't. He looked and kept moving. It surprised me. When things don't go your way in the heat of the moment, it freaks you out a little you bit. Kind and of it reminds me of a story. Yeah. <laughs> Shit happens, man. I mean, even the guys that do this a lot. Yeah. So Well, it goes it's that conversation that we loop back to. It's like I've been hunting over twenty years, you've been hunting over well over twenty years. Todd's been hunting over he's been hunting twenty six years, bow hunting, like and we are here still fucking up. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, we're only human. That's right. It's like, I don't want it to stop, but it'd be nice if it did. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's what makes the victory so good and the failure so bad. Yep. Yeah, it's tough. Well, okay. So nobody, how are you feeling? You see, you hit this to your back, you know it instantly. Yep. Did you get past her? I did. The arrow sticking right there in the ground. And uh, after he had looped out and around, I picked up my binoculars and your loopholes my loopholes and i could see that the arrow didn't have a lot of blood on it i could see it from the stand you know the arrow was only 15 yards and i could see it had that tallow with a waxy substance on it wasn't wasn't any blood that i could see right at the shot i knew what the shot was i mean it was straight intestines um and i pretty much knew what i had to do as soon as i shot you know when you make a bad shot on a deer like that, you, you're pretty much giving up the right to go get him that day. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to recover that deer, you're giving him at least 24 hours or even longer. So uh, I beat myself up all day as we do. You know, you make yep. a bad shot on a deer, you're like, man, if, if I would have just done this or if I would have waited for the next gap or if I would have mapped him louder or whatever shoulda, you know. woulda, coulda, forever yep, yep. and always and round and round yep you you beat yourself up um i did a lot of research that night after <laughs> after i sat around and sulked all day wouldn't even have a drink with jordan <laughs> uh, he was celebrating his 170 that he just killed and i'm like dude i'm not even in the mood to have a drink i'm just gonna i'm gonna wait to have my drink till i find mine um so we had dinner at at the cabin I've got two cabins on the farm. His buddies stayed, him and his buddy stayed in one, and then Jacob and I stayed in the in the main cabin. Uh, that's where we did all our cooking and everything. So after dinner, I laid down. I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to sleep very well, so I'm just going to start doing some research on this shot. So I got on DeerCast and watched all the videos through that and uh, kind of played some what-ifs. What if the arrow was here? And I, I had the tactic cam footage, so I kind of, you know, I played it back, and I pretty much knew where the shot was at, but... Um, was basically doing some some investigating on you know what kills this deer on this shot and sepsis is going to be your friend it's what's going to kill this deer so it's a from what I remember it basically creates a fever in the deer it's it's when the bacteria from the gut gets into the bloodstream and the warmer the temperature the better off you are so Normally, you you make a like a back shot on a deer. You think, well, cold weather is going to be your friend, and that's going to kill him. Well, when you intestine hit a deer, it actually warmer temps is going to help you. It's going to help sepsis set in faster. So it's almost like an infection of the blood, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. So the next day was going to be warm. It was going to be like upper sixties for a high. So I'm like, well, I guess that's good. You know, it's going to work in my favor. Um, I and I forgot to mention this earlier, um, I thought, what a perfect scenario. You know, after seeing the dog work on your deer, I thought, this deer is hit. He's probably not going to bleed a whole lot. There's probably going to be a bunch of intestines in the exit. So there's probably not going to be a lot of blood with this blood trail. I was kind of nervous about, you know, I didn't know how far the deer was going to go. I didn't know how long it was going to take us to walk up on him. So I thought, I'm just going to go ahead and, and uh, 
get a hold of Gary and see if I can get the tracking dog to come over. Um, Gary and Diesel ended up being busy that day, and it was a long drive for him. It was probably five, four, four or five hours, yeah, something like that. So um, he had a he had a guy that he recommended. Um, he gave me his number. I called Marion up, and Marion came out with his dog, and uh, he said I could be there about noon. I said, well, that'll be fine. That'll be like 28, 29 hours when we get on the track, and that's after watching DeerCast, I was comfortable with that amount of time. Mm-hmm. So That's a long time. It is. Yeah, it's a long time, man. But with an intestine shot deer, it's like that's pretty much the worst shot you can make. Like if you – I mean, I could have – Worst lethal shot. Right. I I – my assumption was the deer was probably going to be dead within 24 hours. Um, but I didn't know if I'd clipped the kidney. I didn't know if I had caught the big artery that runs through the back. Femoral. Yeah. If I, if I didn't catch the artery and I didn't clip a kidney, that deer could, you know, he could be alive 24 hours later. Oh yeah. So, uh, I took Mark's advice and waited, uh, close to 30 hours on this deer. Um, we got the dog on him. The dog was kind of struggling on the track. Um, they they say when these deer are, are rutted up, they're harder, the trail's harder to follow than like an October hit deer, uh, which is interesting to me. Because they're cooler to kill in October, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take it every day if I could. <laughs> um, but luckily for me, the deer was bleeding better than I thought he would. It took him about... 150 yards and started finding some real dark blood i'm like all right that's you know that's what i was hoping to see i just didn't know if i'd see it good sign yeah so lee was with me uh jordan was with me and then marion and the dog would get on the track and lead us and we'd find some blood and then the dog would kind of get off the track and it got to a point where i just kind of started following blood on my own and we'd probably went 200 yards at this point, um, found a bed. You could see where this deer had bedded down right next to the creek. I'm like, all right, this is, you know, he's bleeding good and he bedded right here. Obviously, he didn't go far. He's hurting. Uh, this is good. So we brought, circled the dog back around and we had, I'd actually crossed the creek trying to find blood. And uh, Marion yelled, hey, you want to go, you want to come over here and look at your deer? And that's like the best. That's the best oh, words dude. you can hear yeah. when you're on the trail, you know, because you don't know if you're going to walk up on him. You don't know how far he went. Right. I mean, it it was, uh, that was a relief to hear him say that. I bet. <laughs> so he, the deer had actually made about two more beds in between the one I found. There was like two more beds and then he died in his third one. So he ended up going like probably 250 yards. Yeah. Not very, not very far. Yeah. Not very far at all. So how long do you think it actually took him to expire? So. as <laughs> a kid's would say or propers would say yes how long did it take him to expire also what i would guess the the entrails were pretty much cold when i opened him up so i think he was probably dead around midnight that night mm, yeah yep that'd be my guess and the and the tracker agreed um this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and tacovis is your stop for the best in western style Tacovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacovis store. Have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations 
and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Could I have went in first thing in the morning, 6, 7 o'clock? Yeah, maybe, but I didn't have the dogs yet, and... If you would have went in and bumped him, you would have regretted it why, real fast. Why risk it? You well, know? what are you gaining from going in that early? That's yeah. that's the thing. I mean, the deer had already sat out in warm temperatures the day before. You know, like any hopes of the meat or the cape being good were kind of already lost. Um, so we walked up on him, and the shot was right where I thought it was going to be. It was about two inches in front of the back leg. Not a pretty piss poor shot for as close as he was. But like I said, moral of the story is don't take a walking shot on a deer. If you can help it, I mean, try to get him to stop before you pull the trigger. Um, been bow hunting for 25 years and, you know, I'm still learning every year on this oh, stuff. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was an incredible feeling, you know, walk up on an animal that, one of my biggest goals this year was to get Cody his first buck and that hadn't happened at this point, mm -hmm. but punching the Iowa tag was right up there at the top. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal, especially because you said you waited, what, six years? Waited six years. Draw that tag. Had a lot of money invested in this farm and was just, you know, it was something I wanted to do. For sure. So tell me, was the deer what you thought he was? What was the like rack assessment yeah he was pretty much exactly what i thought he was from the from the trail camera pictures after you shoot one i'm like a numbers guy so i like to sit back and like go through several different scenarios and like see how close i can get to score and what i was coming up in my head with was 155 to 160 and uh after i put a tape on him i didn't realize it when i walked up on him he's got a big brow tine his left brow's broken off and the brakes like super fresh mm -hmm. so in the picture i had of him on the second he had that brow tine and then when i killed him on the fifth it was not there so <laughs> somewhere in between those three days he broke off about a five inch brow tine you gotta go find it yeah i'm, I'm gonna have old barn recreate that one i think are you yeah It'll be the first one I've ever touched up, but I was pretty bummed when I saw he'd broke that. So, Hold him up once. Hold him up. Let's get a little look at I've him. got some good trail camera pictures of his brows, too, so you can kind of see he's pretty symmetrical. From His brow tines were about identical. He's a great buck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's cool. He's real tight. So, like, his tip-to-tip -tip spread's probably two inches. Um, his beams were 23 and change. Uh, he's got his right side is really tall he's got like an 11 and a half inch two like almost an 11 inch three uh good four good brow and then his left side has got a short two with a big it's not a big it's like a cool little uh can opener point that kind of comes up kinda looks mm -hmm. like a cactus yeah it's cool looking <laughs> it's, like, and it's like perfect the <laughs> tip the tip of it's almost like it's been damaged it's almost like you can feel the shell of the antler is like it's missing like broomed off yeah like it, my buck i shot this year his three is broomed off like that really yeah you could see it in the summer trail camera pictures it had like a dark piece of velvet on it oh really yeah it's almost so, like it got injured in velvet and yeah kind of re, oh. like regrew after okay okay i see it's a little different like so my buck his three he broomed off like three inches of his g3 on his left side but it's like Broomed off like a ram. It's not like a break. It's almost like he broke it, but it peeled down the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when you feel it, it's like textured. Yep. It's like that's one of those things. It's like, man, I kind of you have three, three, four more inches of three on that baby. But right. <laughs> he kind of broke the tip on that three, too, didn't he? Yeah. He's got he's got a little bit. Or, yeah, right here. He's got a little piece missing off his left three. And then he's got a little point you could see in uh, in the trail camera pictures. He had a little kicker coming off his three here that's broke off. So he, uh, he'd been mixing it up with some of the other bucks on the farm. But he's kind of a cool deer. <coughs> his mass isn't crazy, but when you look at the size of his bases, like his pedicles are really big. So uh, I want to say that the deer is probably an older deer with just like not extremely huge mass is my guess yeah yeah it's hard say. to say without owning the farm for several years but yeah his base like his h1 measurement his first circumference measurements like really good yeah when i saw him on the hoof he was really dark and like compared to the other deer that i would have said were four years old on the field he was pushing them around like they knew who the boss was so i'm guessing this deer was 
five or six, probably. five or older. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, a stud, dude. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's a cool deer, real tight, big beans. I, I don't think your pictures cool. do him justice. Yeah. It's tough to, with a, with a tight frame deer, sometimes it can be tough, but I'm a sucker for tines and he's got some tines. That's, he reminds me of my uh, big one from a couple of years ago. Yep. You know what I mean? He has like the same structure, like struggled to get him to look like what he was in photos and tight. He's all tines. Yep. He's super cool though. The way them, his main beams almost touch at the end and yeah. Well, congrats, dude. Hammer. Over here. I appreciate yeah. it. He was, uh, I taped him at 158 and if he would have had the brow, I'm guessing he was about 162 to 163. Yeah. Hammer. Brow. So uh, it's the best deer on the farm. Um, felt pretty good to go over there on 260 acres and pick the best one out after three to three or four days of hunting. So Fuck yeah. yeah, that's a stud. That's a stud. So what kind of mount are we doing? Well, I'm going to let Leah pick it. She's, uh, she's kind of dipping her toes in the, in this whitetail game. And she's, she's to the point now to where she's like greeting everybody when they come in the door and they're asking her for recommendations on mounts. So I'm going to give this one to her and see what she picks for. Let her run with it, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. Your uh, sugar mama, taxidermy yes. sugar mama. That's right. It's and Ross, Ross, <laughs> Ross has a beautiful cape for this deer. Uh, he shot that really cool buck early that he's going to Euro, and his cape is awesome with a really dark nose, so it's going to be cool to see that cape on this deer. Right on. So you're telling me you're fucking your taxidermist? I mean, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> hey, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, that's what's going on. <laughs> Damn, dude. I got to get on that program. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. aka make my wife a taxidermist i was go. gonna say don't bang, don't bang his taxidermist <laughs> no, yeah nobody going to old barn get any <laughs> ideas that one's for me i could say i'm banging sam my wife's name is sam and sam from old barn's name is sam so. <laughs> wait a second i'll put it out there i'll let you guess all right <laughs> next question <laughs> i'm banging sam what's up well, congrats yeah. on the deer, Austin. <laughs> Silence. You know, that's awesome, dude. He's a stud. Appreciate stud. it, fellas. Feels good. Uh, I'm kind of in a weird spot right now, so we're getting close to Illinois' second gun season, and I have yet to punch an Illinois tag. So this will launch after that season. Yeah. Yeah, this is the latest you've gone ever? Yeah, last year was about the same time. It was right after our first gun season when I shot my first one last year. So, And then you killed your second one, like, late. Late, yeah. You helped me with the recovery on that. Yeah, but. yeah that was, like, cold-ass. A lot of season day. left, really. But, I mean, yeah. not really, but really. It's um, this season, the theme of this season, When I, for us, my perspective is um, our crew, Team WCB Extended crew, all our friends, it seems like on paper it's this very successful season. Like, and Eric's, it has been. Which it Eric, has been. It has been. It's been, I don't want to sound ungrateful. I am very thankful for the season we've had. Eric's biggest bow buck, Doug's biggest bow buck. I killed a really great buck. Ross has killed a really good buck. You've killed it's a really good buck. It's the first time we've all killed. It is. So, yeah, yeah, like, great season. But there's been this underlying, like, layer. And I'm not. I'm not saying just with our crew, but, like, all our friends and people we know and talk to that are in the circle that we talk to often, everyone's kind of had this frustrating like tone to their year, right? Yeah. Yeah. There there has been probably higher highs than any season I can remember. And the year for as far as antler growth goes has been crazy. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen so many big deer, mm -hmm. but there's been so many Lows. bad stories <laughs> and like just weird stuff that's happened. I've heard more about shoulder hit deer this year than any other year. Or just ever. Bad, bad shots in general, or just not getting opportunities when they should be yeah, there. Close and, calls, missed yeah. shots, bad shots. Yeah. I mean, fuck. You name it. It's been a fucked up year for me. It's been weird. <laughs> yeah. It's been this. It's been the best weird year we've ever had. Yeah. 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 There, it's just a, <laughs> If that makes sense. It's a season <laughs> that I'm thankful for, but I won't be sad when it's gone. Yeah. But I will be. I guess you, I get, it'll be a year we'll never forget. It'll be a year we never forget. But like, just because uh, of the great success and the weird shit that's yeah. happened. Well, I mean, even goes like you and Doug, too. Like, you guys are the shining stars, right? You, yep. you know, you killed a, a mega biggest deer of the season so far. Um, Doug followed up with a mega. Yeah. It, but you hit your deer good, but not 
Real good. Like, real good. And then Doug had his instance with the buck before, the buck he killed. Shoulder. Shoulder. And it's like, it's this theme we'll that's get, happening. We'll get our intern. He shot one shoulder. Yeah. End yeah. up shooting the biggest ear of his career. I have a story still unfolding. Yep. I still feel like there's going to, you know, I don't want to, I, I was going to tell the story earlier, but I feel like there's a, a chapter to be flipped on the story that's unfolding. I kind of want to do a full blown, just like, here's what's been happening. I feel yeah. like you need some more closure. I yeah. need some closure here. So we're figuring, there's some stuff being figured out, but, but also too, it's been a great season. Yeah. Oh, I honestly, like if I could rewrite the season, I don't think I would change anything about it. I mean, a lot of good hard lessons learned Mm -hmm. it's just been good solid bow hunting i mean honestly like the way i've been looking at it the last couple days as long as god gives me a big old mature whitetail to chase even if it's one on one farm like that's all i need if Mm -hmm. i've still got the thrill of the chase then i'm gonna get up in the morning and go after him hey even if he doesn't give me that big buck to chase i'll still be out there. that's right yeah it's still still out there chasing fucking ghost (laughs) yeah we're we're uh it's fun to just get after it. Yep. That's why it's bow hunting, man. It's tough. It is it tough. Is. It's fucking hard, and that's what makes it so damn awesome. Yep. It is. You know? You never know what's going to happen. It's fun. It's just fun. So, yeah, it's the first year we've all killed. I think it's the first year we've all killed deer with a bow. No. No, it can't be. Well, we're going to have to go back and, and <clears throat> look, but I think it is. No, it can't be. Because sometimes Ross doesn't kill. You know, Ross doesn't kill every year. He's good for a 200 about every four years. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, 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 I take that. Um, what about the year Ross shot the 96er to get you guys the second place in the bow hunting league? Yeah, you guys we, all scored that year, didn't you? Yeah, we all killed. And then you killed, that was what, two years ago? I can't remember. 21? Yeah. That was the last one I killed. Yeah, because last 21, year. 21, I killed my big one. I killed a 167 and 21. 21 was my pack mount. That was your pack mount. Doug killed the big eight. The big eight. You killed your 165. And the 190. Oh, yeah. Leah's buck. Mm-hmm. And Ross killed the 96. So yeah. we all killed that yeah, year. Yeah, we killed that year, too. Yeah. I don't know why I had it in my head that that was our first year that we've all killed. Well, Ross has bucked at 96, or I think you guys were expecting a little bit bigger one out of him. <laughs> he was missing 100 inches on the front of him. And we just discredited. <laughs> Does that even count? Yeah, yeah. Where'd the other 100 inches go? It was so funny because, like, Kurt and I were waiting. I think we were, were at ATA. We were at ATA, we were at ATA yeah. and we're like, Ross, all we need is like 132 inches to win the bow hunting league. Like, you can do this. We're going to go to ATA. We're, we'll wait on the call. And he calls. He's like, or he he was, he was like live sna- text. he was like snapchatting or something and this like this one thirty five eight pointers under him he's like I just can't do it he's like three years old Kurt's <laughs> like shoot that fucking thing <laughs> kill that son of a bitch <laughs> so Ross opted for the ninety sixer that was like an ancient old deer which was the right move it, it was the right move but selfishly I'm like kill that son of a bitch dude roll that thing over deflate him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me whether or not you should shoot something or not. It's always shoot. Always. Most times. <laughs> That's like this year. I've been kind of like you've been relaxing. Cha- you've been channeling some Kirk. I have. Because every time someone asks, I'm like, kill that cocksucker. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I sat with Doug for like a day and a half in Africa. And I'm like, hey, did you shoot this fucking thing right here? He's like, oh, should I? I'm like, yeah. Doug, you can talk into anything. He got ostriches coming in. He's like, dude, I'll pay for that thing if you shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> I was throwing some threats at Austin. <laughs> shoot the fucking just deep. trying to get me to bend the limbs back. <laughs> Decap them. I want to see. I want to see shit tip over, dude. dude it's awesome. awesome to decap an ostrich. We talked, we talked about, about it. It would be pretty cocky. <laughs> Hit him in the neck. I mean, shit. You wouldn't decap him, but you'd kill him. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to have like a like a full on decap broadhead on to even come close. It's like throwing an axe through an through animal. An animal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Peter's rolling over and they saw that commercial. <laughs> That's great. Classic. Well, congrats, buddy. Yeah, Appreciate congrats it, on your first uh, Iowa buck. Hey, it feels good. Yeah, come I, to the dark side. I love it. I think I need some more. What You do. You do. You need some more. I might need one. I got to build up fucking some points. I got one or two, I think, for Iowa. But. Yeah, come to the good side of the creek. Yeah, across the creek. Use the cheat code. So put in for muzzleloader tag. 
And then you get a three week muzzleloader season where you can bow hunt during the muzzleloader season. Oh, so I can hunt your farm for three weeks. That's the cheat code. Okay, yep. done. Come hang out. Okay, I'm a boys' night, dude. It's a lot of fun over there. Boys' Just week. Telling you, cook meat, drink old fashions, and white Russians, and hunt miss deer. <laughs> they're so drunk scratch the last part <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll do that okay I'll do that next well fuck probably not next year about three years about three years yeah you're you're in one of them hard counties yeah Very hard zone zone five is the toughest one to draw yeah okay well what are we missing I feel like we have to there's something we need to add to this um, we had a sale but it's probably gone and over by now yep we got some new merch coming new merch new, some new hoodies some new tees some new hats, so look forward to that. By the way, I want to add that everything we do for the store, um, that's Eric's full shebang, but that is stocked by WCB, shipped by WCB, in-house by WCB. Yep. And so if you are like, hey, I made an order two days ago and I haven't got it, we aren't Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> We're a small business especially trying when, hard. Especially when it's fucking November 11th, people. Well, that too, and it's like, me break. We'll, we'll, we'll do the best we can, but just know, we'll get you your shit. We will, you will get your stuff. And thank you. For, and thank for, you all at the same time. Yes. So we're doing our best. Um, everything we do at WCB is done in-house. In-house. Yes. Our production, we do it. We don't outsource it like a lot of shows do, and uh, we don't edit uh, the fuck word that often. Sometimes I do. Yeah, if you'd, funny. if you'd see my basement, you'd shit yourself for how much shit's down there. Yeah, if we can get our building over here under wraps, Eric would have his basement back. But uh, our roofing guys fucked us, so we're looking for some dudes <laughs> to fix our roof. <laughs> if anyone's in the area, they could fix a roof. Give yeah, us a it's call. It's a flat fucking roof. We just want it done. It's hunting season. Can we hire you to do it? <laughs> we have will it pay done you. done the first time. We paid somebody, and uh, they paid us back. Took it in the old cram hole. One <laughs> <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> uh, they did pay us back. It's kind of like, boys, what are we doing here? That's not what I want. Uh, I want to keep my money, fix my roof. Right. That's what we wanted. Yeah. <sighs> Updates on the building. We're going to do a, a vlog. We'll do a some sort of We need of to do vlog. that because it's kind of, it's it looks a little different. Some questions like, where the f what's going on with that building? So, yeah, we'll do that. Um, I ran into a little bit of a speed bump. Let's just say that. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> what else? I'm trying to think of other things that we got going on. I don't know. Nothing right now. Doesn't matter. Keep hunting for what season you have left. I don't know when this one launches. It's a little late. We're, we're stocking them up pretty good. Um, we'll, have to, we'll have our trade show schedule out soon. I think we're going to do Western Hunt Expo in Salt Lake. Yep. Uh, middle of February. And then, of course, uh, Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, Ohio, Wisconsin. Yep. Um, that'll be our schedule so far. You want to add anything, Austin? Can't think of anything. Appreciate you guys having me on again. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully, I've got uh, one or two more of these to drag into the studio this year. Hopefully there's there could still be a handful of buck yeah. kills. Yeah, I think... Uh, we got some season left, boys. Yep. Ross has got some really good food. You've got some good food. Um, now Doug and Eric come over to the dark side, and they're hunting the, the east side Ooh. of the river. So the race is on. And I, we still have another tag in Iowa yet coming up. Yeah, you guys have the gun tag. Yep. When does that start? That's coming right up. So shotgun starts the first weekend in December. Yeah, that's coming. I right. usually don't go shotgun. I wait to I wait to get the late muzzleloader tag. Yep. So I can go. With, I can bring the gun or the bow. Very nice. Yes. yes. Going to get spicy. Who's getting a tattoo on their ass, Doug or Eric? <laughs> are you asking me? Mm -hmm. or are you asking the listeners? Yep. <laughs> Doug for sure. Everybody's <laughs> hoping for Doug. I can. It's tell leaning you. <laughs> hard on Doug right now. I'm Team Doug this year. I got a root for my boy this year. I'm I was Eric last year, Doug this year. I'm the moderator. I just wanted to be a fun race. Uh, it, so far, it has not disappointed. Has not disappointed. <laughs> he answered strong, dude. I think Eric's going to take this one, though, it, dude. Right now, I think he's going to take it. It's looking good. You get to kill a 96 or like Ross. You're fucking <laughs> sailing, boy. <laughs> you just got to kill the the deciding factor will be who kills a bonus buck in Illinois. That will be the winner, right there, right mm -hmm. there. Once that happens, you you won. You think so? I think. Okay. 
No, any weapon. Any weapon. Okay, so you've got gun season, so that could happen realistically for both of you in Iowa. Yep. So you got a buck there, and then it's going to come down to Illinois. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If someone in the meantime can kill a bonus buck in Illinois, you're it's closing the deal. Yep. Lick the envelope and send her off. Put Doug's a stamp on it. At. You know what? Doug's not here. I'm rooting for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, dog. <laughs> hey, what's he doing up there trying to like chase around some Wisconsin punane? <laughs> some dump trucks up there or something. I don't know. It's just what I heard. <laughs> all right. Trying to get let's that get, CDL. Not all like that. <laughs> Try to get yeah. that CDL. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. Right, huh? Let's go. All right. That was fun, boys. Good luck. Go hunting. Get yep. through your work week. We appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Let us know what you thought of 600. And uh, sorry about that. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Peace. Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.